Hey guys, this is Pastor Dan. Hope you're having an absolute amazing Thursday. Um, this is the Koth FMC uh, podcast for all of our Koth FMC pastors and ministers. If you stumbled on this podcast by accident, we want to tell you welcome, and we hope you'll check us out and learn more about us. You can go to churchotharvest.com and learn maybe more about our fellowship and uh, what we do. Hey guys, today I want to talk about there is a time for everything. What that means is that many, many times as we go through life, we always wonder, is there enough time? Uh, Time for the marriage, time for the kids, time for the finances, time for ministry. If you don't watch it, you can actually be overwhelmed and frustrated before you try to start anything. And often, because you think there's just so many things to do, have you ever been to that spot in your life where you actually have so many things to do, you actually don't do anything? Or maybe you're in an awkward season of your life where you have to work or you're taking care of one of your family members or you're in a financial pinch. Let me just stop the whole process and and say this to you. God did not call you to do something that's impossible to do. Let me say that again. God did not call you to do something that's impossible to do. If he is providing you air to breathe and he's providing you heartbeats to keep moving, I promise you there is time to do what God's called you to do. Now, there might not be as much time as you want. There might not be a perfect scenario. Matter of fact, I'd promise you there is not a perfect scenario. But I love what it says in Ecclesiastes 3. It talks about there's a time for everything. And it goes on about this whole list of there's a time to pursue. There's a time to refrain. There's a time to build. There's a time to tear down. I want to use that scripture and just kind of piggyback off that for just a couple quick thoughts. Number one, there is time for everything. Just so you know, do not fall for the enemy's lie that it's impossible to be a father, a mother, a wife, a husband, an employee, and someone that does ministry. The second you buy into, you know, I can't do it, there's not time. The second you buy into that, you're immediately telling God and you're also telling your destiny, I don't believe that I can do this. And you're telling all the people that are on your destiny line, all the people waiting for you, you're telling them, I don't think God can do it. So let me stop you before you go any further and say, if you're saying there's not enough time, you need to, I would advise you to mark that as a lie of the devil and throw that out. Because if you buy that, there's really nothing left to say. You're done. You're just going to hope someday that there's more time. And that's never really going to happen. So if you're taking notes, just two quick thoughts. Number one, when you do everything in its time, there's time for everything. Which means that when you do everything in its time, in the proper time, there's time for everything. In other words, if I wake up in the morning and I turn off my phone and I get a half hour alone with the Lord, there's time for that. There's time to pray. There's time to study. It's not like there's not time. If you do everything in its time, there's time. I can pray. I can study early in the morning or even late at night. And then I can move on to being a father and spending time with my kids for my situation Then I can move on to doing stuff at work. Then I can move on to even exercise and even hobbies if I want. There is time for everything, but you have to do it in its time. Here's where most of us lie. When you don't do everything in its time and you don't have an organized schedule and you don't pray early and be a father or be a husband or be a wife or study your word, then when you need to, 
Now you haven't done anything in its time and now everything's all backed up and now you're trying to do 12 things at once and that's when people feel overwhelmed. Now, I'm actually a feeler by nature. If you know me, I'm not a scheduled person at all. I'm a feeler, which means that, you know, I sense things in the Holy Spirit. I sense, I can read people. I can sense when my children need attention. So I'm kind of a reactor in some ways where I can just tell when someone needs it to give it attention. Well, when I do that, the problem is that when I do that, uh, that doesn't always work in a schedule. But this year, I have learned how to operate under a schedule. And here's why. Because I started to feel overwhelmed. I wasn't giving Koth FMC my all. I didn't feel like I was giving necessarily my family my all. And I had all these areas, and I felt overwhelmed. When you do everything in its time, there'll be time for everything. When you don't do everything in its time and you don't spend time in the marriage, you don't spend time on your health, you don't spend time, guess what? Those things you didn't steward correctly, they're going to come up and they're going to bite you. Now the marriage is in real trouble. Now your kids don't want to talk to you. Now you're in a sinful relationship or you're tempted. So now the time, the small amount of time it would take to steward things properly, now is costing you double or triple or four times the time to fix what is wrong. So when you do things in its time, there is time for everything. And when you don't do things in its time, you will be overwhelmed. So start today and start working on getting things in order so you can have time for everything. Okay. Now, next thought, number two. If there's not time for everything, that means either you're doing too much or you're not good at delegating and organizing. Okay. Number two, if you're not, if there's not time for everything, it means you're either doing too much or you're not good at building a team and delegating. Sometimes it's very hard for me to turn off the phone, okay? For a lot of time in my a lot of time in my ministry I operated on kind of when my team needed me, I would be there. I would get in a staff meeting, I would share big fresh fire and passionate vision, and then I'd give them big jobs to do, and then I would move on to what's next. Well, guess what? They would have tons of questions, they would need things. Well, guess what? I've had to learn on my days off, unless I just want to, I'm not answering the phone. That's my time to rest. That's my downtime to think clearly. That I had to learn that I can't answer the phone. I can't answer every email. I can't answer every Facebook. If I post, it's because I want to post. But if if I find myself a slave to what everyone wants from me, then guess what? I'm going to be a very bad steward of my time. It's going to be very hard for me to get anything done correctly. Have you ever went to work or been in ministry, spent a day at the office or spent a day with your family or even a day off and the day was over and you did a ton of little things, but you really actually got nothing accomplished? When I want to rest, I actually want to really rest. I know as I get older, I'm really learning. I got to keep fresh. I got to keep my batteries recharged. I got three services on Sunday. Um, I, I need to really take that time and do it well. Well, if either you're not doing a good job of organizing it or you're doing too much, what that means is that either you don't know how to build a team to cover everything. A lot of people are 
you know, try to be super soldiers. They try to do everything themselves. They're going to be in charge of everything. You, If you're going to oversee much, you're never going to do it by yourself ever. I built teams from scratch. My whole staff, we built from scratch. Almost none of them had ever done the job that they're involved in now. Building a team is hard. Building a team takes effort. Building a team takes investment. But when you're done, I am doing way more now with the team that I've invested into years later than I would trying to do it all by myself. So either um, either you're not good at delegating or creating a team or you're just doing too much. Next time you pray, ask God, just really take, take out your phone or a pen and paper and write all the things that you do. And with an honest and open heart, ask yourself these questions. Do I really have to do all these things? I mean, do I really need to be involved in all of them? Can I just try to hand one of these off? Can I just maybe cut some of these? Some of the things when you look at your list, you'll find that out. You don't have to do them. Matter of fact, if you take a moment to look at your list, and I do this about every six months, I find out that there's usually someone really better at it than me that's right next to me that I need to be handing things off to. So anyway, I want everyone in our fellowship to to prosper. I want everyone in our fellowship to enjoy life. I want everyone to be great ministers. That whether you minister at home, on the street, you're a counselor, you do church on the street, you do small groups, whatever ministry, men's, women that you're in, I want you to be good at it. And I promise you, it is not a great picture for our children and not a great picture for all those who want to be in ministry when they always see us complaining about how tired we are or how overwhelmed we are or how unbearable it is. And the truth is, a lot of times people think, Wow, it looks like ministry's bad. Ready? Ready? Wait for this one. It's not that the ministry's bad. It's that we're bad at doing it. Often God and ministry gets a bad rap only because we're not diligent and we overburden ourselves with things we shouldn't do. We're not taking, we're not setting a schedule to get the things done that are priority and we get overwhelmed and then it makes ministry look uninviting. Anyway, we're getting ready for our 18-year anniversary this uh, Sunday, and I can honestly tell you after 18 years, there's been lots of ups and lots of downs, but I can tell you it has been well worth it. And in 18 years, I probably think the biggest thing that I look back and say, I'm glad I've done is number one, I invested in people. Uh, I invested in people and I built a team. There was about a thousand times it would have been easier and quicker for me to do it all myself. But I took time and invested in a team. And then the thing I've just done lately is I started to set a schedule up by priority. I became unavailable for all those people that quote unquote need something really quick. And I started to live by a schedule. And I can actually honestly tell you that at 18 years of ministry at this church, 20-something years altogether, I am doing more and I'm reaching farther. And I'm actually less burdened and less overall stressed than I was before because I learned how to do everything in its time. All right, guys, I love you so much. God bless you, and have an absolute amazing Thursday. This is almost 12 minutes of love from your pastor and overseer, Pastor Dan from Cot FMC. God bless.